This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hast thou e'er thought, oh, if only there were more hours in the day? With the exception of Can the Wizard, a lot of us wish we had more time. But if time became untethered and was truly unlimited, what would you even do? You have to know what you value to make use of such a gift. And therapy can help you find what matters to you most, so you can do more of it. Even without all the time shenanigans. I know therapy has allowed me to consider what matters most to me, allowing me to become a better friend and happier wizard. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot magic. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, this is Craig up in the Space Bunker, just here to cleverly make you think the following documentary about life in an alternate dimension is really just a made-up improv comedy podcast. That's my job. Did you know with a little digital sweetening you can make any documentary seem like it's a live episode of a comedy podcast? Add a laugh track to Jiro Dreams of Sushi and you'll see what I'm talking about. Anyway, don't believe in alternate dimensions or you might accidentally destroy the whole multiverse, blah blah blah, etc. Okay, before I transfer things over to the boss man, I have the audience filter set to Chicago style and ready to go. Huh, that's weird. The tattoo of a battery I have on my forearm is blinking red for some reason. Didn't know tattoos could blink. Wonder if that's a uh, rash or... Anyway, I'm sure I can wait until after the show, which I'm transferring us to now. Attention, people of Earth. There are no worlds beyond your own no matter how convincing the costumes might be. And from prior experience, we should be pretty safe. However, this podcast is being recorded live at the Music Box Theater in Chicago. Likely the most childish thing to ever occur here. And yes, that includes the screening of An American Tale, Fievel Goes West just yesterday. I checked the website. Spoiler alert, there are cats in America. And now, enjoy the show. Tavern. A weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Neekamp. Uh, uh, if, if you're not familiar with the show, you've made a weird mistake. But this is everything you need to know. About two and a half years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago 
into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal through the dimensional rift from the Burger King that I use to upload every week a podcast I record here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, where we all are now. And I've got to say, I feel like the tavern is at capacity. In the town of Hogsface, in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, my friend, my boon companion. Oh, yeah, baby. I move like a 35-year-old man. Yeah. Chun, you are a talking badger, but, and I don't say it enough, a shapeshifter. Oh, I thought you were going to say you don't say it enough, a good friend. Also, I think I say it like exactly the right amount. Okay, all right, good. A good friend. You're a good friend. Yeah, you know the kind of good friend where you've known them so long that you have at least two seats between you? Yeah. And also, also a good enough friend that when there are six seats in front of you, rather than sit and talk, you stand awkwardly and look at each other. Yeah. That's how good of friends we are. It's like it's dinner and someone comes and you stand and you're not sure if you're the first person to sit and then it goes on long enough. Yeah. But oh, you're yeah. like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And also, I have to say, for you, this must be pretty comfortable because this is your pooping position. This is. This for, is. For anybody... For anybody in a tavern who doesn't know, let me put Arnie on blast. Arnie poops standing up. All I'm saying is, do not judge it until you've tried it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Can we sit? Is that I'm going to sit. Okay, yeah. Let's sit. I'm done pooping. Yeah. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Now it's time for everyone's least favorite part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'd also like to introduce my other good friend... Usador the Wizard. Baby steps. Glass Guys, I'm just so glad we've been but in this. Think cat- not for a moment, those be all my names. I'm just so glad we've been in this tavern for so long that we decided this week, let's start from like a mile away. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You think from our table to the back of the tavern is a mile? You, you totally just showed your cards that you don't walk ever. Look, I... Perhaps Earth miles are different. Yeah, measurement can be different. You know, I love the banter between the three of us. But I want to bring up our first guest because our first guest doesn't have a ton of time. But I am so excited to talk to the traveling bard, Devin Whistlestring. Devin Whistlestring. 
How well do you know the Dark Lord? Well, it's interesting. I am the Dark Lord! What? what? This is a potential world-breaking revelation. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, you, oh my, my God. You, my sworn enemy, have come here in the guise of Devon Whistlestring, yes, traveling bard. I have, to sing you to death. Devon, you are the Dark Lord that we've been well, building uh, up for uh, over uh, two years <laughs> on the podcast? Can I just say, can I just say, we were just, before we started the podcast, we were just sitting at the table talking about the Dark Lord, and we were saying, you know, if somebody could get us some dirt on this vacuous mask, we could at last unmask him. And now, <laughs> and now you have unmasked the Dark Lord, and it's you. I ha- and I just want to go on record of saying that this is, I, I'm only saying this because I am, in fact, a Lord, and I am dark. Oh. oh! Wait, wait, so, Arnie! I don't know okay. if you confused me with sure. another Dark okay. Lord. No, he's yeah, hey, I don't know how many okay. Dark Lords y'all know. No, 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 no. Oh, you that's can, a relief. You can say it, I can't say it, but yeah. No, 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 like, for sure. Like, he's a Dark Lord. He's it's, a Dark oh, Lord. Oh, no, 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 no. Did I? Ah, articles, right? Grammar. Uh, a Dark Lord, yes. as opposed to, oh, if there's I, a The Dark Lord. <laughs> Devin, thank you. When you said you're the Dark Lord, I, in the back of my mind, I was like, there's a 10% chance. <laughs> but I don't want to ask him. No, no, for few, sure. Few, this was, this yeah, was, few. Hey, yeah. What is that, by the way? Oh, this is Arnie's cell phone. What's a cell phone? Well, I come from another world, and there's all kinds oh, of technology. Oh, wait, you're just going to explain Earth stuff to him? Look. <laughs> Have you well, been wanting to... He never No. Well, I am a dark lord, yes, so... that's I, true. Why is everyone standing? <laughs> I thought we were shitting. <laughs> right? Devin, Devin, you get me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Devin, we, we don't have a, a ton of time, but I would be remiss if I didn't ask you to sing one of the songs you would sing traveling from town to town. Yes. Um, yes. Absolutely. I, I'd much prefer you sing a song to me having to destroy you. I'm glad you're the wrong Dark Lord. Yes. Because I like you. Well, well thank you. Well, um, I, I will need some crowd participation for this song. Um, I would simply need finger snaps, like so. Snap, 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 snap. You guys ready? Oh my God, you've, you've taught these simple fantasy denizens yes. what snapping is. Yeah, and it goes a little something like this. Hello, my name is Devin. I'm a dark lord that came from heaven. And I know that might not make much sense to you, but I had to come here to say I love you. I have now, to say. Now, 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 I don't know where they learned to clap, but I taught them how to snap. Man, I, Arnie, I have to say, his voice kicks the shit out of yours. Because Arnie will be teaching us Earth songs, like he's like, you're a, you're a rich girl, you're a rich girl, and all this bullshit. Rich, rich. Break I, me off it, a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Yeah. <laughs> save big money, save big money when you shop Menards. I, I don't think I that's the right tune. <laughs> this must be some light lord lingo. Devin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have oh, you ever oh, the, noticed said, that light lords sing like this? Right, right. You ever notice how light lords drive carts like this? 
No, I, I actually have. It, I, it's, it's, it's interesting. Lightism. But, but Otto, Otto told me that that Kit Kat bar song was sang by Random Opportunity, the rapper on your world. Random Opportunity. I'm, I'm going to go on record as saying that that misunderstanding is on the wizard. <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from Chicago. What's a Chicago? Chicago. Oh, where do I start? <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful city from my world. Yeah. It, it, it's much like Hog's Face, only, you know, we have modern conveniences, and so um, it smells about the same. Okay. <laughs> Are, th- are there a number of dark lords? Uh, yeah. I'm really... Arnie, Arnie, you're sweating pretty bad. <laughs> I know. Are you, are oh. you hot? I am. A li- it's a little warmer in the tavern. Now, than listen, it's if it's going to make you nervous to talk about sh- the yeah. Chicago place, then I, I don't want to put you in a, in a hot seat. I was just wondering if, if, if I ever went to Chicago, would I meet anyone like me? Oh, I... I think in some ways you would meet people like you. What ways? <laughs> well, first, the most obvious thing, there are a lot of people that shit standing up. One. <laughs> Wonderful. Because, I, I mean, can you imagine if I was the only one, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, there are so many people in Chicago that will not hear uh, more than five more minutes of this episode. <laughs> Two. Yeah. Uh, but you know what, Devin? I would. I feel like we've got like two minutes before you got to get going yes. to that uh, festival of riots. Yes. The fire. Would you mind singing one more song? Um, you don't get to decide. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the people in the tavern are being pretty nosy. I mean, if it were up to me, it would be that sweet Menard song that I brought to this world. Uh, but any kind of uh, song that you sing when you go from town to town. When I go from town to town. Well, the Dark Lord, a Dark Lord, um, loves to spread love. Sure. You know, so I'll, I'll just sing a little, a little ditty yeah. that I sing to spread love. Oh. Um, and it goes like, um, I just call... To say I love you. They still know how to snap. Right. I just called to say how much I care. Yeah, I do. I just called to say I love you. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Devin, I, I love that song about the universal experience of opening the back door of your tavern or shack and calling out to someone saying that I, I love you. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, because as you said three minutes ago, you do not know what a telephone is. Yeah. <laughs> Tele- yeah. 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 I, mean, I have no idea. Yeah. It's literally me. <laughs> Devin, please. We normally don't do this, but would everyone in the tavern give Devin a big round of applause? Oh. 
Oh. It's funny. Uh, seems like right when Devin was leaving the tavern, another guy was coming in being like, what did I miss? What did I miss? A lot of groans from the tavern. <laughs> I knew you were not going to miss your shot. Oh, that we like? That nuanced joke? Am I crazy, or did the tavern change behind? Oh, man. I cast a spell to turn all the seats around 180 degrees. This is just the other side of the tavern. Well, guys, you know, you know with, with Devin here, I found my, you know, myself thinking about my home, Chicago. and I, You always call it your sweet home. My sweet home, Chicago. And then you do that dumbass dance with those dumbass sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Don't you want to go? To your sweet home, Chicago? Yeah. And then I play the guitar for about seven minutes. Which is seven minutes too long. Yeah. Look, I know that there's no easy way for me to get back to my world. Lord knows I've tried. Every day I'm out there figuring out ways to get home, mostly through this podcast. Yes, yes, so many sit-ups and push-ups and... I can't do this. Uh, Arnold. <laughs> Arnold. It's Arnie. I, I don't care. <laughs> but I do care about you, and I, I want you to feel at home, and I know that you miss home, so I've done something for you to make you feel more at home. I'm going to sing you another song that you taught me. Oh, good. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> it's how I think it went. I'm pretty sure that's not a song. That's what I remember that's you telling true. me. That is true. That's also like that other song I taught you, Doritos. You know, you know a lot of interesting songs. They're nothing like the songs yeah. of food. There's clearly a through line in the type of products from my world that I'm talking about. But I have also cast another spell. A spell to help you see through a mystical portal back into your home. <gasps> Eden now, let those images of your home be seen by you. Oh, Arnold, please bring... A bit of Chicago here for Arnold to see. Oh, oh my gosh. Guys. Damn, I'm good at magic. <laughs> Guys, on the back wall of the tavern is an image of my world that I, I This have. is Chicago? This is Chicago. This is the city I'm from. I mean, I don't live in this part. <laughs> Wait. Wait, 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 wait. It this is Chicago, like you but you it. don't live here? This is the city I live in-ish. And I used to live in-ish and would be in this part of Chicago as much as four times a year. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to point to a spot and you tell me how much oh, gold. No. Oh, how much gold? It would take to live in this part. How much gold it would take to live in that part? I couldn't even begin to guess. You what mean, a fun game. What a fun fucking game that, that was. You what a fun guess. fucking game. You mean that in that specific window, it would have to be like, well, like 4,000 gold a month? Okay. All right. All right. I'm done. I mean, I, yeah. I, shouldn't, be, I'm done. I shouldn't be hesitating because we have not defined exactly what the what gold is. What if you lived right there? Yeah. 
At the very tippy top of that spire. Oh, at the top? Look, guys, there's an evil tower. (laughs) And there was a time when it was evil, but mostly just kind of like, well, that's evil, but it's goddamn annoying and ugly. You know, Arnie, this reminds me of uh, this visage. Reminds me of something my father used to say to me, Hugo the Hunger Ghost. He used to say to me, standing tall, right? On the wings of your dreams, rise and fall on the wings of your dreams. I know this is something your father used to tell you, but I really want to jump in. Oh, please, please. Oh, no, we've gotten to a part I'm less familiar with. Something, something, wind and rain. Those are the exact words. Yes. I'm bound for better... I am, ba- I am bound for better days. Yeah. My life. My dreams. <laughs> Nothing's going to stop me now. Yeah, yes. I'm unfamiliar with that last part. Doritos. But Usador, we should be spending less time on each image, but... Don't be ridiculous. Here, another image I do now conjure here. Yeah, show me something else from Chicago. Show me more of Chicago. Holy oh. shit. Oh. In Chicago, you have a giant metal clitoris? <laughs> Arnold. Chunk. Arnold. That, ch- that child would have known nothing was up if you hadn't. Until you gave them a mental, like, pop-up notification. If we're talking about a clearest, don't say mental pop-up. Oh, definitely remember this. Arnold, I fear my magic has warped the very skyline we were looking at before. I have destroyed Chicago. No. No, this this is a a very popular uh, thing to do with your parents when they come to Chicago. It's the bean... Technically, it's called Cloudgate, but this no This sucks. Go- Let's see the next Let's thing. Let's see the next thing. Ooh, what's that right there? That draws the eye. Two people pushing a, a bureau down the middle of the street. Those are... This is Wrigley Field. Uh, it's a, a sport on my world. Can I say that over here on this side, it looks like the sky is cursed, and over here it looks like better days? <laughs> well, you know, I have been away from Chicago for so long, but I can't imagine anything has changed. Like, this team has always been cursed. And, <laughs> and you know, I, I was never a big sports fan, but I used to frequent, you know, a couple theaters near this field, and... I, I so vividly remember maybe I'd be going to a show and on my way there I'd suddenly realize, oh, shit, there was a game today. And so, and so if you're going to the theater and there's a game, do people like walk by and clean up puke? Is that the kind of thing they do? Or? That's like a side game. Okay. Yeah. Let us see another image through this magic portal. Yay, bring it on to us so that we may see it. Oh, yay. What? All right, right out of the gate. What the hell is Beatles Demon Goat? Yeah. (laughs) 
Because, because if I'm going to be perfectly honest, I want one. Yeah. Well, this is the, the famous music box theater that's actually fairly close to uh, Wrigley Field. And I guess it's a movie theater. I guess Beatles. I, I really can't figure out why it's Beatles, <laughs> Demon, Goat, because maybe that's one title, but also I don't think it's separate titles. It seems very random. Like if I were to just say uh, Rubber Soul Gorillas Hello Cool J. Like that's just random. Yeah. Didn't The music box sounds familiar. Why does the music box sound familiar? Well, you know, I, I used to go there every holiday season to sort of watch the sort of Christmas movies and it'd have an organist uh, play music, which was so awesome. Uh, that organist, from what I hear, is not always available for all events that they do there. <laughs> Um, and but what if you were to reach out to the organist like three days before an event <laughs> too, too look, short of look, time too look, short of all time? I'm saying is probably that organist can't do every event but if he can't it's probably not his fault okay so it's probably somebody dragging their feet yeah probably okay, probably okay you know I actually this isn't going to mean much to either of you two. I actually saw the movie It's a Wonderful Life in this theater the, the day I proposed to my wife, Sarah. Oh, yes. I remember the story now. Yeah, you told you, that story. It's beautiful. And you told us the theme song. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Oh. Yeah, I, I miss my wife very much. And I guess it's weirdly ironic that before we got married, I watched a movie about a man who sees what it's like if he was not in his life at all. I'm tired of this. <laughs> oh! Your Majesty. Yes! This is the Burger King. This is the Burger King. Get it's, on it's, one knee. You're better to here. Look, I, I, I have ended up on my knees after eating some Burger King. But I... Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> They're never going to sponsor us, and I know that for a fact. Why does the Burger King put a sign outside of his door that says, Do not enter? That's why there's nobody there. There's nobody inside. It's true. You open for business and you say, don't enter, so you have an empty store. Guys, this is a weird picture the more I look at it. There is something ominous about that car sitting there. There's no one inside. All the lights are on. There's a do not enter. I feel like we took a bunch of pictures and we like, found a murder in them later on. Now I tire of this image. Portal, go away. Did you disappear back? Oh, all right. Yep, sorry. Well, well Eustonor, thank you so much. It, it is very heartening to see some images from a city I, I do love and I do miss. You are welcome, Arnold. And I hope it doth buoy thine heart to see these images of thine home and that it fills thee with joy. Joy that is unbridled. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Well, guys, seeing that stuff has made me feel kind of sentimental, and I, I saw an old friend of ours here in the tavern. I'm going to bring up one of our oldest and dearest friends oh. here in Foon. Uh, let's talk to Nathaniel Quenyarvin, the elf. Oh. Look at those kicks. Greetings from the forest. You honor us with your presence, Dathaniel Quenyarvin. Thank you, Fianyelic. Why are we standing? <laughs> Why are we? Ah, there we go. Human. Uh, Dath? No, no. That was, that was a nickname I offered once and was never taken. And yet you use it again now, almost as an insult. No, I think it's great. I think... Daff becomes you. Yeah, you're sort of a daff punk. Yes. I am sorry that I have not visited in some time, but the resistance goes on. Hashtag resistance. Make like a tree and resist. What kind of stuff have you been up to to help defeat the Dark Lord, not a Dark Lord? Which, Are there more? I, well, I've, I've... DQ, you should have seen it earlier. Arnie was running a clinic on, like, talking about Dark Lords. He was really laying down the law. Look, I'm just trying to, like, keep my ears open and learn. That's all you can do. As we all are. Cabaron the Tree and I are making progress. We've gotten really into journaling. <laughs> writing down our feelings and expressing ourselves through the written word. Oh, Daph, I would love to hear a page from your journal, if you don't mind. I keep it hidden away, but perhaps I could give you something from memory. 
Today, Cabaron and I went picking flowers. He got all the good ones. I felt personally slighted. This brought back some, some feelings. Feelings of vengeance against trees. But I expressed those to him in a positive way. And he gave me half his flowers. Then I kicked him. Because he likes it when I kick him. It was a kick of thanks. My dreams last night were weird. The end. Oh, no. Our relationship is deepening. And I regret to say that's about all the progress that Resistance has made so far. Is an improvement of friendship. We have got to get any proactive people involved in defeating the Dark Lord. I don't know, human. It's difficult to have a resistance when you're always fighting amongst yourselves. But in now, we do prepare. We bide our time while the Dark Lord doth become more comfortable. Ah, in now, he doth plan his own party of the day of his birth. And very soon... A trap shall be sprung. <laughs> but you didn't hear that from me. And yet, is not the most powerful weapon we have against the Dark Lord the act of love? What? <laughs> One person? You don't get to decide! One fucking coward clapped at love? Let's state for the record, one person, one clap. <laughs> so I think it's a universally accepted idea. But, but yes, look, but, when, it's, when it's about love, you don't need a full couple hundred people clapping. You just need to find that one clap. I've always found that when in issues of love, one should avoid the clap. A lot, a lot more support for that. And by that I mean you should avoid seeking the approval of others in your relationship. Seek only to approve of yourself. And I have friends approved of myself. Is that a metaphor? No. That is a roundabout way of saying I have found someone. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Oh, wow. How wonderful. Yes. Daph, that's amazing. Thank you, no one, for clapping. <laughs> Let the record state that there were several scattered gasps. I feel like, I feel like eight oh. to ten scattered gasps equal one clap, so. Oh, Dathaniel, I believe all those scattered gasps were the sounds of many hearts breaking that you are now off the market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you're fine as fuck. Thank you, my good friend, Chunt. Yeah, you're, you're, fine as, you're fine as fuck. Your fur is looking particularly lustrous. Knock it off. <laughs> this that woman is incredible. She is here. <gasps> could, could we meet her? I would love to meet Daph and the Maiden. Why is he smirking? 
He does that quite a lot. Look, as many as five Earth people are loving it. Yes, she is here. Please, come forth, my lady. This is Borghild. Borghild? Borghild. Hello, I'm Borghild. Hey. Hey, Hey, Borghild. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I I I do not shit in the company of men. Oh. It is a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you and be here with you. I love your voice. Isn't it incredible? Yeah. It's the thing that first attracted me to her. Most people run away when they hear it. And if people stick around, then I know maybe I might like them. That happens to me, too. (laughs) It's definitely the kind of voice you can pick out in a crowd. Well, you know, I have no control over it. It's what I was born with. (laughs) So I choose to see it as a gift and not a non-gift. Sure. That is another thing I love about her. She is always looking for the gifts and not the non-gifts. Oh, speaking of, Arnie, I got you a non-gift. Oh. Yep. It's nothing. It's nothing. But at least you don't have to carry it. Yeah, that's true. See? Oh, there's always a gift, even in a non-gift. So, so Borghild, Daff, how did you two meet? Well, I'm dabbling in some fortune-telling. And so he came up to me and said, hey, do you know what is my fortune? And I was like, let me look. (laughs) And I did. And what I said to him was not true for him, but maybe for someone else. I'm learning. Yeah, it's it's cool to hear you say you're a fortune teller, because I was going to say, you look like a gypsy. Well... Like a a recent gypsy. Like a recent gypsy? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I get where you're going there. Thank you. No, I'm not really. I'm just a dabbling fortune teller. She's very good at telling fortunes, but it might not specifically be your fortune. Right. And then you look at the sign and you're like, oh, it did not say whose fortune it would be. Right. I didn't say I would say your good fortune. I mean, I'd say a good fortune. So it's on you for not listening more better. (laughs) Would would any of you like a fortune told? Yeah. Arnie, we gotta, I would, we gotta go I for would it. love to hear a fortune, especially yeah. to see when you say you look. Yeah. Like, where do you look? Oh, well, I look up at where fortunes are kept, which are usually above us, but sometimes they're below, because fortunes can be tricky, so you can't always know where they're hiding. Usually when I look up into the left, I'm looking for something I'm about to make up or lie about. Oh, interesting. See, that's where the tricky ones are really uh, festering. Sometimes fortunes fester. Mm. And you think, oh, that can't be good. But then if something festers, it usually explodes and then makes more of them. So that's just more fortunes. Isn't that a beautiful sentiment? Yeah. Uh, Fortune festers the bold. Ooh, the tavern is turning. (laughs) No. Could we hear a, a fortune, please? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. You will find a coin you thought you lost, and it'll come in handy to pry something else open that you can't get open. You're welcome. 
Oh that was my. awesome. Pretty casual fortune. Yeah. Oh well, my. I start off. I start off small, you know, because if you tell too big of a fortune up top, you scare people away. And my voice already does that, so I don't want to be like a double scared away. Just a single. Again, or never. Please remember that the fortune about the coin may not apply to any of you. Right. They get it. They get it. They're there. They're right here with me. I don't know where you are. You know. Isn't she amazing? Oh boy. So so Borgie. Could we... Can I call you Borgie? Pretty casual not to ask if you can call her Borgie. Yeah, And just launch right into it. Borg, Borg. Yeah. (laughs) Borg, Borg. Borgity, Borg. Uh You sound like a chef now. I do. It's true. I know you say you, you start small, but could yeah. we hear one of the bigger You want a more fortunes? bigger? Is that what you're saying? I want it bigger. A more bigger? All a right. more bigger. Are you sure you're up for this? Is yes, can... get out of here, man. I can handle it. She's amazing the way she puts me in my place you, constantly. You got a big girl here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. I love a good sight gag when you're only listening to me, but, you know, hey. The Dark Lord, are gonna, he's going to come down, and, and he's, he's going to like be like, whoa, who did that? My fortune has been told. <laughs> For most assuredly, my plans, once they do reach their fruition, shall cause this Dark Lord to step off his throne and say, what has happened? Well, I think they said, whoa, who did that? He'll be questioning a lot of things. But it's not necessarily you, Usador. It could be someone else that defeats him. I don't, I, probably not. Or it could, it could be like his cleaning crew. Oh, okay, yeah, I see that. It could be you. <laughs> All I know is that it's round, oh, and whoever chooses to drive the Wheel of Fortune is usually in control of it. Can I get two vowels? Ayo! I, I feel like that's a pretty pat way to look at it. Uh, I'd like to buy a Y? Why? I think she's the most incredible puzzle that I'm always trying to solve. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Really? Oh, brother. <laughs> You hear me? I what? said, really? Oh, brother. Don't, wait, wait, fu- wait. No, wait. You, you two kind of look similar. Don't, yeah, it's, don't, wor- do. don't worry about it. No you, you. Should wo- no, you should worry about it. Why did you say, oh, brother, three times? Because. Oh, brother, where art are you going? Now, yeah. Uh, right there. It's look. Oh. What? <laughs> Usador, I think that Daph. And Borgie are brother and sister. Or at the very least, he's her brother. That second option sort of blew my mind. Look, let's make this a judgment-free zone. Sometimes I call her BQ. Because her last name's Quenyarvin. And so is his, if you didn't know. Borghild Quenyarvin. Yeah, it rolls off the tongue 
Just like salt water does off a taffy. <laughs> Arnie, do you have it on Earth where salt water runs off taffy? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Daph, is this a, a horrible revelation for you, or is this something you already knew? We talked about it, and it's difficult. I am her half-brother, so depending on where you stand on various relationships... It's at best half wrong. And look, while I'm dabbling in learning fortune telling, I'm not dabbling with no death. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Look, I think what she said was death all, folks. How much longer is this? (laughs) I see now why you were really eager to reintroduce that nickname. We share a father, the very same father that ran out on me and my family when I was but a boy. Yep. Do humans ever have secret families? Uh, sure. I think so. Well, we do, because I'm that secret family that old daddy had. So, so Dav, after your father ran out on your family... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Borgie over here mm-hmm. was the next family. Not mm-hmm. so much after, but concurrently. Oh. And the reason thereof. I'm learning more and more about the story that my mother once told me that he, he was taken by the trees. It turns out that the tree is a metaphor for he had a secret family. Yeah. <laughs> Look, at least he left you alone. <laughs> That one hurt me, too. Like, I almost didn't say it, but then it started coming out, so then I didn't fight it. But at least, like, you know, that way you only had one parent, like, laying down the law instead of two when you were, you know, in your rebellious years, probably. She always looks at the bright side. You're making this very difficult. Why? What? How? What? She's she's incredible. Oh, brother. Borghild, Dathaniel... This revelation has caused my mind to quake in fear, to reconsider everything I have always taken for granted, and leads me to ask ye this question. Will you join my quest to defeat the Dark Lord? It was the first thing I thought of. Are you asking me or her? I'm asking you both. Borghild and I actually have a quest of our own we must attend to. And it's, it's nothing gross, no. Okay. No, it's not, no, no. Although, nope. for, the, no. for the record, nope. I, only, I only think it's half gross. Ufta. No. I think it's totally gross. Borghild has some news about our father. Which, which is? Yeah. Oh. Wait, yeah, what's the rest of it? Yeah. Sorry, do they have dramatic pauses on your planet? Yeah. He is in a far-off land. Yes, and hey. he's not doing so good. I didn't tell you that part. He's not doing so good. Why would you wait to tell me that until right now? You know, I'm fun like that. Our father needs our help. Mm -hmm. But if we can help him, we think we may gain an ally for the cause against the Dark Lord. So, the gift right there, you know. It's not a non-gift. Then I bless this quest. Go forth, fine thine father. Come back here to Hogsface 
and join my quest to defeat the Dark Lord. Once you have joined your father and he has blessed your disgusting union, <laughs> we shall sally forth together and defeat that master of evil, the one who has kept us all trapped here in this prison town of Hogsface. Aye, we shall marshal our forces and ride forth, aye, upon Grimfoof and Chode and all the other horses. Comrade, can I ask something? Usador, I've never noticed this before. Sometimes your staff glows and sometimes it doesn't. What does it take to get your staff to glow? That's a personal question. <laughs> what glows your staff, bro? Well, it's, you know, uh, depending on how magical I'm feeling. You know, if I'm casting a spell, like, you know, changing the tavern around or making a mystical portal where pictures appear, well, then it starts to glow, yes, because I'm excited and full of mystical energies. I've also noticed it glows when you push it with your thumb, right? <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, also, I have to charge it, or it just doesn't work. DQ, BQ? Yeah? I mean... It seems like you guys have a lot to figure out, but... He has more to figure out than I do, but yes, we both have stuff, you know, to figure out. We will travel, and we will attempt to find our father, and it will be a lot of time getting to know each other. Sure will. And and maybe we only take one rucksack, and we'll have to share it. Hey, 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 it ain't that cold where we're going. Hey, D- DQ, can I talk, can I talk to you man-to-man uh, man for a yeah, second? I'll go this way so you can't. It's man-to-elf, but okay. Okay, sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, look, y- you do you, and, and who am I to judge? But if you feel like you're in love with your sister. Half-sister? Your half-sister. Half-sister. Are you sure the next thing you want to do is like, let's go find my dad and see what he thinks about this? I've never been more sure of anything in my life. All right. Well, DQ, I support you. Thank you. Good luck, buddy. And it's not the grossest thing that's happened in this tavern. Like, honestly, weirder stuff happens here all the time. That's good to know. Yeah. It reminds me of an old Earth song. The love boat. We're something, a loving boat. The love boat. Exciting and new. Doritos. I'm feeling better about the progress that the Resistance have made because it seems like you just sit around learning songs. Uh, Arnold teaches us many songs, and those songs are a rallying cry. Because, as you said, love and friendship are the things that shall eventually bind us all together. And if we do feel a great bond with one another, we shall stand up for what is right. We shall defend our neighbors and those who we do love the most. Aye, and we shall love those who we see the least. We shall treat each other as equals, and we shall lift each other up, and then we shall strike out and strike down that dark lord. That's a great note to get you to. That's how you make them clap. (laughs) Can you tell us briefly where you're headed? We will head to the Westlands. The the Westlands? The Westlands. It's my understanding that these are lands that are west of here. Okay. (laughs) Checks out. And do you know what the danger is that you'll be facing? Besides really the obvious stuff? 
I have been told that the primary danger, at least in my family, uh-huh. is alcoholism. <laughs> it's been a good friend to me, but, you know, I got another half. I don't know how you'd take to it. Death, there are, they, I just say there are a lot of red flags. Do they have alcoholism on earth, human? I am from Chicago, yes. Borghild, before you set out on this amazing quest, yeah? tell us one more fortune. Sure. Hey, I heard that. <laughs> Victory will belong to somebody. Good luck to you guys. Our way will be scattered with the guiding lights of these red flags. I do see what you love about her. Borghild is a beautiful woman. Very charming. Very lovely. I look at Borghild and think resistance is futile. Wow. I gotta sit around with you boys and whatever you are more often, you know? Well, I feel like we've exhausted all the puns, so (laughs) I just want to say before we sort of end the show, I just want to raise a glass to freedom. (laughs) Something they can never take away. No matter what they tell you. They'll tell the story of tonight. Yeah. Tonight, it's just the five of us. But tomorrow, they'll be... Alive of us. Alive of us. And I just want to say, if the knee camp can get married, there's hope for our ass after all. Well, thank you for coming back and visiting us at this very table. The best catchphrase. Look for our new t-shirt. Indeed, I will miss this very table. But fear not, we shall return. And thanks to all of you for coming back and joining us at this very table. And you're always welcome here. But if we come in and you're sitting at our table, we, we will ask you to move because... This is our table. Thank you very much. We're Hello from the Magic Tavern. Well, that sure seemed like a fun time, but it definitely wasn't evidence of alternate realities. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt... Uh, sorry, that blinking battery tattoo on my arm is really distracting. Why do I even have this tattoo? It's... Oh, well, it stopped blinking. Actually, the tattoo disappeared entirely, so that's good. As I was saying, Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunk the Talking Badger was played by Adel Refai. Ugh, I feel really, really strange. David Give me your answer. Huh. Looks like Craig's battery crapped out. Amateur. 
That other guy's not around right now, and we're way overdue for another Trisha. I guess all that leaves is old Robot Arnie. I mean, I'm not a robot. I'm Arnie Niekamp, one of the creators of this show. And in no way have I been programmed to make you think that this is just a fictional improv podcast. Anyway, it's my time to shine. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. I mean, that guy, right? Chunt the Shapeshifter was played by Adel Rafai. You know what I'm talking about. Devin the Bard was played by special guest Chris Lee. Get this, Chris plays Lafayette and Jefferson in the Chicago production of Hamilton. He is really good in that show. People need to know there's this show called Hamilton and it's really good. Anyway, he was awesome to agree to do the live show even though I think he had no idea what he was getting into. But he showed up totally game, we explained what it was, like 15 minutes before we started, and he was like, yeah, let's do it. I explained to him that he didn't need to worry about breaking the show, and then he almost broke the show, but in a very fun way. You can follow Chris Lee on Twitter at TheOfficialClee. Nathaniel Quenyarvin the Elf was played by Tim Ryder, and Borghild the Fortune Teller was played by Rebecca Hansen. Tim and Rebecca both wrote for the new Mystery Science Theater 3000 TV show. And if you saw it, which I hope you did, Tim played one of the Boneheads, Rebecca played the voice of Gypsy, and Cynthia, and they were both a really big part of the Mystery Science Theater 3000 live tour. Thanks everyone that came out to see the show at the Music Box Theater, and there were a lot of you. Thank you to all of you that waited patiently in line to take a picture with us or have us autograph something. And thanks to the crazy group of folks who just agreed to meet us at the Burger King. And we're sorry that we didn't realize that although the Burger King stays open past 10 p.m., that's just the drive-thru. So we all just hung out in the parking lot and looked like real weirdos. If you want to see Hello from the Magic Tavern live, you're in luck. We're doing a live show in Washington, D.C., November 14th at the 6th and I Synagogue. Go to hellofromthemagictavern.com, click on the live episodes link, and that's a great place to get info and tickets on that Washington, D.C. show, and just to keep your eye out for any future live shows. Also, Kyle Telechan took some awesome photographs of the live show. We're going to try to put those up on the website. We got some amazing fan art that someone drew during the live show, which we'll also try to put up there. We're trying to add more fan art to our website in general. Also, of course, links to shirts and stuff. Basically, we're trying to make the website a cool place that you should be visiting on a fairly regular basis. It's a process, but still, check it out from time to time. Hello from the Magic Tavern.com. So many people to thank in connection to the live show that I'm sure I'm going to miss a lot, but thanks to Ryan, Julian, and the staff of the Music Box Theater. If you're in Chicago, you have to see a movie at the Music Box. Thanks to Haley, MK, Simon, and Mindy from WBEZ's events team. Thank you to Tyler Green, producer of this live event and the WBEZ Podcast Passport series. They regularly bring all kinds of amazing podcasts from all over the country to Chicago for live shows. To find out more info, go to wbez.org slash events. Thank you to WBEZ volunteers. Thank you to Gemma for manning the merch table. Thank you to that guy who showed me he can recite the full spin tax name. Thank you to people who dressed up in costumes. I saw someone cosplaying as Hank. I saw someone cosplaying as Pizza Skull. I saw a Larry Birdman jersey. If you live in D.C., dress up as Blemish and come to the Six and I Synagogue on November 14th. Oh, I'm talking way too long, but, but I was programmed that way. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Ryan DeGiorgi, Evan Jacover, and a robot who's pretending to be Arnie Niekamp. This episode edited by Garrett Schultz. Logo by Alec LeBan, music by Andy Poland. Thanks as always to Earwolf, and thanks as always to the Chicago Podcast Co-op. And thanks to you, dear listener. See you next week, if my calendar programming is correct. Next week's going to be the Dark Lord's birthday party. Sounds spooky. (laughs) 
This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop popcorn. Imagine this, perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.